put it in the universe. I'm tapping into this energy. And we all have it. We all have this energy that we can tap into. If we're just mindful on it, we can create magic. Welcome to Hope to Recharge podcast. Thank you for joining me here again today. Every week we meet here to break the stigma around mental health and to bring you insight and inspiration and lots of practical tips from personal stories or professionals around the world that share how they turn their journey of mental health into healing or to thriving. Together we will break the stigma one story at a time. And mental health together is always better. Thank you for joining me here today. I'm your host, Matana. Let's get started. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp.com, the leading online platform for therapy. You can access thousands of therapists one click away. Go check out BetterHelp.com forward slash hope to recharge. Get 10% off your first month. Start your wellness now. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Sorry I missed you last week. I was traveling in Israel on a surprise visit that I decided three hours before I was going that I was going to travel. And when I get to Israel, I get very busy and very overwhelmed. And I basically just focus on being in Israel. So I decided to take a break last week from publishing an episode. And I decided that we're going to pause what we're talking about just for this week because I want to share my story about the last few weeks. And I think it's important. There's so many lessons in, in the story. And I wanted to share it before the experience and the awesomeness of it escapes me. So it took me a few, years, a few days to process what was going on. And um, I, I sometimes like just pausing and thinking about all the emotions when something is evolving. and. I lose my words to share. They just don't come naturally. And when that happens, I say to myself, okay, just wait. Just wait until it comes naturally. And I needed the weekend after I returned from Israel. I was there just for two and a half days. I traveled as much as I was there. I think I traveled as much time as I was actually in Israel. Maybe a little bit. Maybe I was in Israel a few hours extra. But there was a lot going on and I want to share that with you. So we are going to be speaking this month um on the topic of mental health and the relationship between what we put in our mouth, what we put into our bodies, how eating affects our mental health, how exercise, how movement, how meditation, how these things affect our well-being and the importance and how important it is to understand the relationship between them when we are struggling and even before we struggle with mental health to have a good foundation with our eating habits with our eating schedule with what we put in our mouth when we put in our mouth with our exercise with with our body, our body and our mind are so related, so, so, so related. So we're going to be deep diving into that in the rest of the month of July and a little bit of August. But I'm going to take um, this week as a pause, a little bit of pausing, just to share what I've been going through lately. I like to do a solo episode when there's like something big that happens in my life. 
and I like sharing it. So many of you know that I believe, thoroughly believe in the law of attraction. And I speak about this often. If you're new to my podcast, hello, thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining our tribe. Thank you for choosing yourself. Thank yourself for choosing yourself. So if you're new to this podcast, you might not know. I'm a huge believer in the law of attraction. If you are not new to this podcast, you understand and you know by now that the law of attraction is one of the biggest moments of change in my life when I discovered the law of attraction. And it happened 11 years ago when I was struggling with depression and nothing was working with my healing in terms of the traditional medicine of um, medication, psychiatry, psychology, all that stuff was not working. And when I was desperate for something, I started reading about the more of the holistic world and the holistic world helped me tremendously. And the the first book that I picked up that changed my life was The Secret and then The Power and then The Magic. All these books changed something in my internal belief of how I navigate my life. And I started implementing the law of attraction. Now, 11 years ago, I thought life happens to me. I was not aware that I happen with life, that my mind, my actions, my friendships, my words, I wasn't aware that so much of what we think, what we say, affect our life. And ever since I recovered from deep depression into a thriving life, and I, I took it to the next level of, of living with a full grateful heart, an open grateful heart. So I took the, the, the idea of gratitude with the law of attraction, and it's just like, amplifying it. It's, it's really taking it to the highest level of possibility of manifesting your life, really manifesting your life. And when I learned about the law of attraction, one of the things it speaks about is like knowing, you have to know what you want in order to attract what you want. If you don't know what you want, you can't attract it. So you'll notice that sometimes you think about somebody and they suddenly call you and somebody that you haven't spoken to for years or, or you'll see a picture of them or something, something you're like, oh my God, that's such a coincidence. It's not a coincidence, the law of attraction. It's the law of attraction and it really, really, really works. The beauty of the law of attraction is that we have such power over what happens to us, with us in life. And that's called manifesting life, manifesting our dreams, manifesting our goals. And I work with this often and I share often about my things that I manifest through my mouth, literally through saying the, the things that I want, making an action plan for it, or sometimes just visualizing it like over and over and over, visualizing it and feeling it. So there's so many bo- books out there on manifesting our life. And, and my life really is just an invitation to manifestation. I don't, I don't, I no longer say, will it happen to me? I'm like, when it happens to me, when, and when I want something, I just start working on my manifesting my, my, whatever I want. And I visualize it. I talk about it. I write about it. I, um, after my gratitude meditation in the morning, 
I visualize the feeling of how it's going to unfold. So I want to talk about what, what happened last week. It's just mind-blowing, mind-blowing, mind-blowing. And I want to gift this story to you. It's a very private story, but I'm going to gift it to you because if people understand how incredible our mind is and our, and our desires and, and our powers within ourselves, that the energy that God created in the world, that we are part of the energy, that we attract the energy, we have tools inside us. And if we just tap into them, we can create magic. And that's why the books are called The Secret, The Power, The Magic, because the magic just happens. And it's really, it feels like magic, okay? So when I turned 40, five years ago, my birthday, my 45th birthday was this past, uh, no, 10 days ago on Sunday, okay? 10 days ago on Sunday. It was my Hebrew birthday, and I like celebrating my Hebrew birthday. So we, as um, Jews, we have two birthdays. We celebrate the, the Jewish birthday and the, the English calendar. So I like celebrating the Hebrew calendar, especially because my name, it comes out of the Bible. And the weekly portion of uh, my birthday is my name comes, my Hebrew name, Matana, which means gift, comes from that um, section of the portion of the Bible that we read exactly on my birthday, like my birthday week. So, um, when I turned 40, I made a mental note in my mind. And I said, when I turn 45, I don't know why I chose 45, but I did. I said, when I turn 45, I want to be in Israel. My kids will be in camp. And it's because my birthday always um, starts in the beginning of the summer. It comes in the beginning of the summer. And I said, I'm going to be in Israel in the David Citadel Hotel. The David Citadel Hotel is the hotel, one of my favorite hotels in Israel. It overlooks the old city. It's a hotel that I dated Ari and many other um, potential husbands that I was dating. But I dated Ari many, many, many times there. I met many friends over there. A lot, a lot of good happened in that hotel. I left to my wedding from the hotel. And after our wedding, we stayed at that hotel. And there's just a, such a deep, warm part in my heart for that hotel. It just, it's nostalgic for me. I said, on my, on my birthday, I'm going to stay at the David Citadel in Jerusalem. And the last year, and then I just said, okay, fine. And I put it on, on this thought on the back shelf because I said, you know what? At the time, Mishael, my, my three-year-old wasn't born, but I had Tiferet, Kate, and she was a little girl. So I thought, okay, it'll be enough time till she'll be a little bit older. And then it'll be easy to leave her. And at, at, when, when I'll be 45, it's a, it's a milestone. I'm going to celebrate it. At 40, I was a little bit of a denial. I was not, I had a little midlife crisis at 40 and I just didn't want to acknowledge it. So I just said, I'm going to kick the can down the road. And when I'm 45, I'm going to treat myself to this beautiful stay in a five-star hotel in Jerusalem, overlooking the old city, and I'm going to just spend time there. As this year was evolving, COVID happened. I didn't know if I can get to Israel. The restrictions were getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And I was like, okay, you know what? I'm not going to give up on my dream. I'm just going to, 
I'm not going to, um, there's a, when we manifest things, we have to be very clear of our dream, what we want, our goal. We have to write it down or talk about it. We have a, we have to put a, a plan into place, like, uh, like say, okay, this is what we're going to do in order to manifest our dream. We have to believe in it in our core, believe in it, really believe in it. So the more we talk about it, the more we write about it, the more we believe in it. And then we have to start taking action. So the, so I couldn't make a plan and I couldn't take actions. And I said, I can't do it because I don't know what the restrictions will be to get into Israel. I didn't vaccinate. And I know that I will be, I'll need to quarantine. That means that I have to first go to Israel for 14 days before, before I even go into the hotel. And the restrictions in Israel were crazy a few months ago, like literally crazy. And I said, okay, I can't take action and I can't make plans, but I could visualize and I could feel the feelings. I could do that much, okay? And when I could take action, I will take action, but this time I can't. What happened was after Passover, maybe it was right before Passover, one of my nieces got, got engaged and one of my nephews got engaged. And they planned the wedding within five days of each other in the beginning of the summer, in Israel. Now, my whole family lives in Israel. My whole family lives there. We were a very connected family. We're a very um, tight family. And I usually go to, I try to go to every single celebration in Israel. Even if it's for 24 hours, I try to get there. Now, what happened was, God was in his infinite wisdom, in his infinite wisdom, knew that with Corona, and all the restrictions and me not taking the vaccine, I'm going to have a very hard time with this idea of that I'm not going to be at the wedding. I'm not going to be at the wedding. Um, and I won't be able to get in because I don't have the vaccine. And I'm going to have to take off a few weeks in order to get in before. And that I was not willing to. I'm not willing to leave my family in America for two weeks to quarantine. My family cannot get into Israel. I can get into Israel because I'm Israeli. My family can't get in there as of now um so tourists cannot get into israel so i said okay I, I i don't know if i'll be able to be at this wedding and i was coming to terms with it that i might not be able to be at the wedding what did god do in order to make it so easy for me to accept god created god said that my son's graduation is exactly on the day of my nephew's wedding so I couldn't even, it wasn't even an option. I was not going to give up on my son's graduation. That was not even an option. So I said, okay, God made it very easy for me that I wasn't belonging there. He made it so, so easy that I don't even have to think about how do I get to this wedding? Now, this wedding was a week before my birthday, a week before my birthday. The second wedding, the second wedding was five days later or like six days later. So the first wedding was on a Tuesday, my son's graduation. My other son graduated on Thursday. And my birthday was on Sunday, the following Sunday. And that, that Sunday was, the, was Father's Day and my son was going off to camp. My son was going, I think it was Father's Day. My son was going off to camp that Sunday. Yeah, that Sunday, my son, my my 13-year-old son was going off to camp for two months. So I had to pack him up. So I, and then the next day after, my, wed, after my, my birthday, the next day on Monday was my niece's wedding in Israel, the other one. 
And my brother kept on saying, are you coming to the wedding? I said, I can't, I don't think I can make it. I can't make it. I don't know what's going to, I can't make it. But the entire last few months, I was visualizing me, even though I knew that in my heart, I was like, I don't know how this is going to happen. Only a miracle, only a miracle will make it happen that I get to Israel. Only a miracle can happen, can make it that I don't have to quarantine. And, and I said, I don't know how it's going to happen. And my brother kept on saying, are you coming to the wedding? I said, Aphromai, I cannot come. I don't, think, I, I don't think it can happen. Like, I really, I need to send my son off to camp. I refuse to leave without packing my son up and seeing him off to camp. And the next day is your wedding. I don't know how I can get there on time. And with the COVID, I don't know how I can get in. A week beforehand, a week before um, my, my brother's wedding, the restrictions in Israel got lesser. Like they started making less rules, no masks, no social distancing. And if you land in Israel as an Israeli, you do a COVID test as you land and you could take an antibody test. And if you have antibodies, you can leave. Um, you don't have to quarantine. This happened like within a week before my brother's wedding. All the restrictions changed suddenly. Never mind that right after I left Israel, <laughs> the restrictions went back. Anyway, so comes the week, uh, the comes my, uh, like a, a few days before, before the wedding. This was Friday. My brother calls me and he says, so are you coming to the wedding? You can get on a flight on Sunday af afternoon and you could be here right before the wedding on Monday. I said, how the heck am I going to get there? Like, I want to be there more than anything, but how am I getting there? He's like, you take a COVID test. I'm going to work it out for you. You, I'm going to make sure that you get the test done and and with, uh, with your antibodies, and you'll be able to uh, not quarantine, and, um, and everything will be okay. So my Hebrew birthday was Saturday night, Sunday. After Shabbat, I, my phone is off, my whole, my, we don't use technology on Shabbat. I turned off my phone Friday afternoon. Saturday night, I turned on my phone, and I see um, a message from my brother. Do you sometimes feel stuck? Do you wish you can be somewhere else? Do you have a vision of where you want to get to, but you just don't know what the first step to take in order to get to that life that you're dreaming of? Many people ask me, what did I do in order to create this wellness that I'm living in? How did I shift from deep depression, from extreme anxiety to a thriving life, to a productive life, to a life full of joy? I put many things into practice and it's every single day. Many of you know that it's gratitude, a healthy mindset, boundaries, self-love, and one of the most important things that many people don't speak about, forgiveness, self-forgiveness and forgiveness to others, essential for healing. If you want to work one-on-one -on -one with me in order to move forward towards that dream life that you have a vision of, click the link below in the show notes. It's a custom-made program for you, one-on-one -on -one with me. We will develop a concrete program that you can implement in your life so you can create a better well-being. Click the link below. Looking forward to working with you. And now enjoy the rest of the episode. Saturday night, I turn on my phone and I see um, a message from my brother. He said, here's a ticket for you to come to Israel. It's waiting for you. It's all ready. All you have to do is a COVID test tomorrow morning. I'll have, I'll have someone um, pick you up. 
at the airport, it's all set. All you have to do is, is get to the airport, do the COVID test and come to Israel, pack and come to Israel. And he said, we're going to surprise our parents. We're going to surprise the family. And it's going to be a beautiful event for my parents to be able, after the entire COVID, to be able to see their entire family together. I haven't, I haven't hugged my father and my mother for a year and a half, something like that, a year and a half. It would be the first time that I'll be able to hug them. They vaccinated and there was no social distancing and, um, and just like thinking about that. And my parents are super, super connected as a family and they love when we're together. There's something like very united with us together as a six of our, us as siblings. And, and I said, wow, it's my birthday tonight. As I'm reading his email, I realize that it's my birthday, my Hebrew birthday. And if I pack my son up tomorrow morning and he leaves in the afternoon, my husband was driving him to camp that afternoon. And if I set all that up, I could still get to the wedding and I could still be in Israel on my birthday. Like I was on the flight on my birthday. Because I, and, and, and it just worked, it just fell into my place. I didn't even have to pay for my ticket because my brother paid for it. And I called, I called my travel agent that books all my hotels usually for over the last like 10 years. She was, she's my booking agent. And she's like, I said, can you book the hotel, the, the David Citadel for me to stay? And she's like, yeah. And it ha they happened to have had a special for that week and the week afterwards. And that's it. A special. Usually it's incredibly expensive and they were having a special just because they opened right after Corona before the heat of the summer is starting. So they had a special and I was able to stay in the hotel. I was sitting there. I got to Israel the next day. I surprised my parents. It was the most amazing, 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 amazing experience. I can't even explain how amazing it was to be with my family at this special wedding. It was a beautiful wedding to see all my siblings, to see my parents, to dance, to to, 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 to be in so much joy together and to celebrate my birthday just the way I planned it five years beforehand. And, I, and it just manifested itself to the last second. Now, I could have said, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's, it just forget about it. But every morning when I was doing my gratitude meditation, every single morning, every single morning for the last few months, I said, give me the strength to deal with the fact if it's not going to happen, but I am leaving it up to you, God, to make miracles happen, that it can happen. If anything can happen, you can make it happen. So I'm, I, I can't make plans because there was no plans for me to make because I couldn't get into Israel at the time. And the way everything happened exactly, exactly, perfectly to the day of my birthday, that I was able to go to Israel on my birthday, stay in the David Citadel, just like planned, was, I believe, because of the power of knowing what I wanted, inviting it, visualizing, visualizing it in my bones. What is it going to feel like to sit on that balcony, looking at the old city, and drinking coffee, and just l doing a gratitude meditation there? I was feeling it for months and months and months and months and months. I was just visualizing and feeling that feeling. I don't think it's a coincidence. 
I don't think it's a coincidence that I ended up in Israel on my birthday. I don't think it's a coincidence that my niece got married a day after my birthday. I don't think it's a coincidence that the week before I got to Israel, the the rules and regulations in Israel started getting less and less after a year and a half of it being so strict, one of the most strictest countries in the world, getting in and out of. And a week before, they're just like, the rules are, uh, were, were getting less and less strict. I don't think any of this is by chance. Nothing. I believe that I used the power that God created in the world of the power of desire, the power of visualizing, the power of our speech, the power of our mind, the power of the law of attraction. I took all these tools that God created in the world. God created a fabulous world, a fabulous world full of tools that we can access 24-7 if we wanted to, to create the ultimate, ultimate life that fits our needs. Now we have to know our core, core values. I knew my core values very clear and I knew that I'm not going to leave my children for their graduation. It's not an option. So I, I didn't even want to manifest that I should be able to be in Israel on, on my niece's wedding, on my nephew's wedding because that was on my, grad, on my son's graduation. So I didn't, it wasn't even an option. But the next week after the graduations, after I packed up my son, that could happen. And everything fell into place masterfully for me then. And I believe it's because I didn't give up. And I kept on visualizing. With all the restrictions of corona, I kept on visualizing. And I'm going to be on that balcony looking out and celebrating 45 years of my life, 45 years of transformation, 45 years of so much that happened in 45 years, ups and downs. And like, I could, I feel like I'm 20 different humans in 45 years. The transformation that I went through, I, I, I spoke about this a few weeks ago, that we can go through changes that are positive so we can, for example, change a company that we're working for. We can change a relationship. We can change um, from being single to being married, from being no children to having children, for having a full house from the kids leaving the nest. The changes are all positive, but the, transform the, the transition, sorry, the transitions can be so difficult. The transitions getting used to the new now, even though it's a new good, can be hard. So I believe that I was going through a lot, a lot of transitions in the last few months, really a lot of the last few years, the last few uh, decades, I was going through transitions. All good. All really, really good. Some of them were brutal and some of them were great, feeling great, but they were all good transitions for me to be now 45 years old with an open grateful heart, full grateful heart for everything that happens with me, to me, from God, with God, with me, with my, with my desires, with my mind, with my manifesting powers of, of what God put it in the universe. I'm tapping in to this energy and we all have it. We all have this energy that we can tap into if we're just mindful on it, mindful about it. And we can create magic. We can create magic. Now, it all, doesn't always happen exactly 
the time we wanted. That's why I always say, put it into place. Invite, invite the possibilities. And then be open to receive it at the right time. Be open to receive it at the right time. Sometimes we're not open to receive it. So the, 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 the manifesting part trying to come, but we're not ready to receive it. So it's bouncing off of us and it's not going to happen. So be open, be clear, write it down, talk about it, feel it, visualize it every single day. I visualize my stuff all the time. Every morning when I do my gratitude meditation, every morning I say, my prayer of Nishmat. I visualize things that I want to happen. And it happens time after time after time after time. And when it doesn't happen, I said, it's not ready yet. I'm not ready. Either I'm not, my energy is not ready to receive it, or it's not the right time exactly for now. But if I'm clear and it's, and, and it's the right time, I'm going to be able to receive it just because I'm, I, I'm open for it and I'm clear on it. So what is one dream? One thing that you want to manifest and you're willing to do the work. You're willing to tap into that energy. You're willing to be relentless on visualizing it and, 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 and imagining it and feeling it now as if it happened and writing it down, talking about it. What is it? What is the one dream that you want to manifest? Go research it. Read the books. There's so many books out there about manifesting dreams. There's so many uh, webinars. There's so many podcasts, so many stuff on, on, on this topic. And why do you think there's so many, um, um, so much literature on it? Because it's really, it's a real thing. Can you hear how passionate I am about this? Can you hear how passionate I am about this topic of manifesting your dreams? With God, it's with God. I'm, I, I, I don't know if you believe in God or not. I believe in God. And I believe that God created a masterful universe full of these incredible tools that are free for us to access all the time. They're always available if we put ourselves in the right channel to receive it. It's like a radio channel. Is it going to be with static or not with static? Is it going to be crisp, clear or not? It depends on how clean you are in your energy level to this. What, what, are, you, what are you doing in order to receive the energy? How much time do you devote to meditate? How much time do you devote to gratitude? How much time do you devote to, to work on your boundaries, on, on your core values? How much time do you devote on, on, on mindfulness? All of these things are creating a crisp channel that when you do all these manifesting, um, uh, uh, um, what do I, I want to say, when, when you put these manifesting tools to, to work, they work better and the, and the channels are clearer. There's no static. There's just no static. I just wanted to share with you this incredible few days that I had, two days in Israel. I'm so grateful to God that he helped me. That went smoothly. My kids were cheering for me. Ari was cheering for me to go. Like just everything fell into place. My kids were available to help with the little ones. It was just, it was just, powerful really really powerful huge shout out to ari to ariel my husband he likes when i call him ariel for pushing me to go and do the right thing to see my parents even though it was hard to leave my children when they were on vacation and hard to go without them it was really hard for me to go without them because i love going with my family especially with ariel i love traveling with my family so it was hard for me to to go without them 
and the, some of the circumstances were not exactly aligned with the way I visualized it, but I didn't visualize it to the T. So it was hard for me. I'm like, really, is that going to be the way? Like my brother's going to pay for my ticket? That's the way it's going to manifest itself. And that's the way it did. It just did. I had to come to, term with, to, come, come to terms with that. And Ari and my children were my biggest cheerleaders. And they did everything possible that I should have the most amazing time on my birthday with my parents. Anyway, I'm going to take a deep breath now. I'm exhausted because I took my daughter today to one of the things that I said I'm going to do when I, when I came back. I said I'm going to take her to Six Flags Great Adventure as a thank you for helping out when I was gone. And I don't understand why people go on roller coasters. I really don't understand why they torture themselves to go on roller coasters. So I stayed in the parking lot. She went with her friend. And I enjoyed working in my car for five, six hours while they were in Six Flags. So I'm exhausted and I had a long day, a good long day, a good long week, a good long month, a good long year, just good, just so much good. And I'm so, so grateful. We are putting together the gratefulness retreat, the gratefulness retreat that will be either the last week of October. Another niece of mine got engaged, so we were planning to do um, the retreat um, on the week of October 20th. 2021, but we're going to have to change it to either the last week of October or the first week of November in Florida. Stay tuned. You're going to get emails on it. Please go, go now. If you're not registered to our email list, you're going to get, if you want to be on top of things, and we're going to have a lot of new things happening. And if you want to be invited to the low invitation price, a low price, I can't even talk straight. I'm so tired to the welcoming price to the first few people that registered to the gratefulness retreat that we're going to be, t- be talking about living with an open grateful heart and what does it look like and how do we how do we empower our li- like power up our life to live the maximum life with everything happening to us with us and seeing the good through the adversity uh, um focusing on the good through adversity trying to move through adversity, healing through it from adversity, all this. We're going to talk about all this on this three amazing, amazing, amazing days of the Gratefulness Retreat in Florida. Stay tuned. It's a few months away. So go to my website, hopetorecharge.com. If you're not on a mailing list, go just put your email there and you're going to get our blogs, which are amazing. You're going to get reminders on the latest episodes. And you're going to get all the news about what's happening in our community. You do not want to miss that out. So go register. Go go now. Right now. Press pause. Go to hopetorecharge.com. A pop-up is going to come up or on the bottom. And it says, stay connected. Put your email in. And you're going to get our emails. And you might be the lucky one that's going to get the very basic, basic, almost free ticket to come to the gratefulness retreat but you have to register through our email so go do that now hope you're manifesting your life hope you got something out of this episode that says okay you know what i'm going to research manifest i get always i get questions like who are your manifesting teachers what book changed your life what do you do i said just you know what google it god's going to send it your way just just google how to manifest my life and you're going to get whatever needs to come your way be open and say, I'm ready to start manifesting my life. Send me information my way. 
But remember, you have to know what you want. Be clear on it. Write it down. Talk about it. Then you have to believe that it can happen. Then you have to make a plan. And then you have to take action. So if you're ready to start manifesting your life, first know it. Believe it. Go Google it. How to manifest my life. Read about it. Take action. See? Make a plan and take action. Wishing you all a very, very good rest of the week. Or if you're listening to this on the weekend, a great weekend. Open your vibrations. Open your heart. Be ready to receive. Be ready to receive with good. Because God is good. The universe is good. We have so much good around us. We're so lucky. We're so lucky. Tap into it. Tap into it with all the adversity that's happening. With all the hardship that's happening. There's a lot of good also happening. Thank you for joining me here today. And next week we're going to continue the conversations on our relationship between our mind, our food, and our exercise, and our movement. And how important it is to be mindful on what we put into our mouth, when we put into our mouth, and what we do with our body, and how it affects our mind. Bye till next time. Thank you for listening till the end. We highly appreciate all of our listeners. And Mental Health Together is better. You being here means a tremendous amount to us. If you enjoyed this episode and you would like some extra boost of information and inspiration that is not on the podcast, you can go to our website, hopetorecharge.com. There's some premium content that for the cost of a cup of coffee, you can download some amazing information that will help you, a tool that will guide you through life. So don't skip a beat. Don't hesitate. Go to hopetorecharge.com and see what other offerings we have there for your mental health well-being. Thank you for joining us. And remember, if you enjoyed this and you want to say thank you, the best way of gratitude will be by you leaving a review or a comment or sharing this with a loved one. There is no greater form of gratitude for us. Thank you. Bye till next time.